Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Steve Stepanovich, Annis Watley, Joey Devine, Mitchell Wiggins, Dirk Minifield, Sean Keane, Scooter McRae, Granville Waiters, Patreons, Justin Sawa, thank you Justin, Darshan Patel, thank you Darshan, Eli Fresh Mode, thank you DJ Eli Fresh Mode for all your wedding needs, musical guest Billy Joel, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And we are back with a brand new episode. Sean, uh, Don Pardo mentioned Billy Joel, which means I'm contractually obligated to do something. Give me one second. Oh, yep. Um, here it is. All right, uh, just let Billy him do Joel. his show. Um, Visiting the USSR. <laughs> um, Sean, how have you been? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Great. Uh, have you renamed anything have i renamed renamed anything anything recently oh you know i have i have um so so my bedroom used to be called the thunderdome Mm -hmm. but i actually got an incredible offer from stamps.com 
Okay. To call so... it the email arena. Mm, excellent. I don't know why they were like, <laughs> can you just not mention the postal service at all? And we'll give you a hundred dollars for five years. Uh, I mean, over the course of five years, I get it on a monthly basis. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats on uh, yeah, uh, getting your naming rights um, finally. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of anti-naming rights, but I get it, you know. My favorite. Look, people don't sell their naming rights very often. And I mean, this guy didn't sell his naming rights, but I just want to remind everyone that uh, national, well, not national treasure order, but global treasure and um, uh, everyone's favorite Academy Award nominated actress, Kate Winslet, is married to uh, a fail nephew of Richard Branson who legally changed his name to Ned Rock and Roll. That's true. Mm -hmm. so, but his name is no longer Ned Rock and Roll. No, right? he changed it back to Ned Jones or whatever it is. Uh, whatever. Edward Smith is his yeah. name. Uh, so he changed it. Yeah, it's Rock and Roll. Mm -hmm. not rock, rock and, and roll. roll. No, I said and, Rock uh, and Roll. Didn't yeah, you I? did. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, I just okay. wanted to make sure it's clear. Um, I guess his name is actually Abel, and then, and then basically, uh, he got really embarrassed when they had a kid and had to put his name on mm -hmm. like forms. Sure. By the way, do you know what do you know what their son's name is? Uh, is it uh, um, Ted Hip and Hop? Uh, um. It's Bear Blaze. Oh, great! Yeah. Uh, Kate Winslet's other children are named Mia and Joe. Great. Well, they're well, they're probably gonna do better. All right. Um. So, but the reason I bring that up is, look, Lakers fans. Yes, they renamed your arena something dumb, but also your arena was named something dumb before. Ned Smith is just as dumb as Staples Center. And Crypto.com Arena is just as dumb as Ned Rock and Roll. And you know what? He's still got Kate Winslet, baby. Um, all right. Um, just some business off the top. At Rocket. Uh, at, I, I almost said at Ned Rock and Roll is our Twitter account. Oh, my God. <laughs> at Round Rock Pod is our Twitter account. Roundrockpod at gmail.com if you'd like to email us. Call us on the phone. If you have anything to say to us at the number in the description of the episode. Yeah, say it to our fucking face. Yeah, if you'd like to say it to our fucking wallets, you can do that at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. And uh, shop at our Public store in the link in the description of this episode. Sean, it's time yeah. for some news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Sean, we were talking about the Lakers name change. And guess what? What? We, because it's crypto related, we brought in our friends, James Fritz and Alan Strickland Williams from the Fake Money Podcast, an anti-cryptocurrency podcast run by a leftist. He wanted to make sure, James wanted to make sure we said that. And uh, 
a, a, I think I think Alan's also a leftist. I don't know. No, uh, he's got a he's got a big rig at home that he. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we talked to them. Let's play that right now. First right. off, can we can we say this that this also counts as one of our episodes? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the audio. Uh, that voice you're hearing is, of course, one of the crypto friends. That's Alan Strickland, Strickland Williams. Well, look, it was crypto creeps, and you guys got mad last time. Uh, that's Alan Strickland Williams. Uh, They're the crypto keepers, Joe. Now we're technically the crypto.com creeps. Yeah, well, yeah. we're going to get there. We'll uh, get to that. The We've other voice for this podcast. The other voice you're going to hear is, of course, James Fritz. Uh, they're the no. host of the Fake Money podcast, and unfortunately, because of the world we live in, we have to have them on like once every other month. Because apparently, <laughs> we don't like it any more than you, buddy. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> we basketball we is a cryptocurrency itself now. So uh, let's play the drop. This Justin, the bull and the bear are clashing. In the blockchain, if you're going to uh, trade fake money, you need some fake financial gurus. Here are James Fritz and Alan Strickland Williams from yes, the Fake Money Podcast totally. with all your crypto slash NFT slash blockchain slash diamond hand slash to the moon news. <laughs> all right, Sean, that oh, drop man. and these dulcet tones from our favorite boys means there's crypto in the news there's crypto in the air it's the holiday season crypto through the tulips with me is that something it's the time of year where every young man's thoughts turn to crypto um people say like comics want their names on billboards i just want to say having my name in robot voice that that really i felt that Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we could do that for you, James. Yeah. I actually did kind of think that was like the height of everything when I was not really <laughs> as so much as in the just as a child. I was like, that would be great. Computers yeah. will never be able to talk, though. <laughs> well, it's funny now. It's like they're talking about robots taking over everything. And I'm like, uh -huh. yeah, I could have told you that the computers were the funniest part of school in the computer lab. Mm -hmm. Just make them say fart. Right, hilarious. Those compute, those calculators would say boobies. Whenever they didn't even have to talk. <laughs> no. Uh, so, um, so the NBA, there's been the NBA is very heavy into crypto. Uh, yeah. The the people who made the um, the NBA NFTs, mm -hmm. uh, which. Seem to have completely crashed in terms of uh, an actual store of value, Joey. Is that right? Yeah, I, I believe uh, that's yeah. probably the case. Yeah, yeah. A lot it's of got, the, a lot of all the Top Shot stuff. Yeah. yeah, a lot of influencers received Top Shots, and the smart influencers uh, sold them immediately. Immediately, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they <laughs> people were like, "Wow, this." Uh, I mean, very quick because they're like, oh, what is this shit?" Yeah, uh, this is a guy getting a rebound. Yeah, yeah it's eight thousand dollars. <laughs> well, this can only go down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and and it's very it's very easy. Like, um, I don't know if this is specific to sports or it's just anything, but there was a real wave of like pseudo influencers getting deals on Top Shot. And the other thing that 
uh, a lot of NBA people seem to have gone in on is uh, the apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Steph Curry owns a lot of those apes. Steph Curry does? Yeah, Steph Curry is... Re- Steph Curry... People were going nuts in the offseason because Steph Curry joined, like, an <laughs> NFT Discord and was like, what <laughs> What NFTs should I buy? Yeah, and then and he even bought a bunch oh, of yes. those fucking apes that smoke. Um, yeah. The board apes. The board apes. Fallon, and, Fallon's on board, too. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, Fallon. Got Fallon's yeah. in. Thank God. Thank God. But, Sean... And- did we bring them on here to talk about apes? I know, but let me, can I just okay. finish the sure, ape sure. thing? So, yeah, somebody stole a bunch of the apes. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, yeah, they, you know, this this incredibly secure, the future of technology, a lot of people got burned on their uh, stolen apes, and the founder's like, don't buy these apes! Oh, no, we better these call legit apes. We better call Johnny Mnemonic to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Is he a cop? I don't remember. These damn dirty well, apes. I believe, okay, so Johnny Mnemonic would be the one storing the apes in his brain, and Henry Rollins is trying to get them, right? That's how Johnny Mnemonic works. I think Henry Rollins is in that movie. Yeah, Henry Rollins is the bad guy, I believe. Well, that... Um, or one of them. Well, that... they, he was probably their first choice, I'm guessing. <laughs> no one said no. In between <laughs> Just like how no, their 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 first choice was the first guy that was the lead singer of uh, Bad Brain. <laughs> not Bad Brain, uh, Bad Religion. Not Bad Religion either. Uh, what, was, no. what was it called? Black Flag. Black, Black Flag. Yeah. Get in the fucking van. Uh, Get in the someone... van. We're buying apes. <laughs> Sounds like someone isn't into crypto punks. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, a lot of people. Uh, lost their apes so but (laughs) going legit Mm -hmm. the beloved staples center oh yes is turning into home of the starting a a sacred space Mm -hmm. a sacred space a place free from corporatization and naming rights except it's uh (laughs) fucking staples um they are going to become the Crypto.com Arena on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just crypto- rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I know. Um, Wait, is I, it New Year's or is it... Um, I thought it was Christmas. I think it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Because, they're, because the Lakers are playing on Christmas. Uh, sure. And after 22 years of operations, I think that actually Staples naming rights actually expired like two years ago. Mm-hmm. No one but, noticed. Um, so it's going to change when the Lakers host the Nets in the Christmas showcase. Uh, they're paying $700 million over 20 years. I'm not sure. Just just for naming rights. Just for the naming rights for 20 years. So that's $35 million a year. I don't know if they're getting uh, outdated, dying American currency or uh, future magic <laughs> or robot apes. Not or clear. apes. Yeah, are they, they might just are they getting paid in apes? <laughs> um, <laughs> so just a little bit about this company. They are well. First, uh, first question okay, cool. before yeah. you get into this, Sean. Yeah. I want to ask the crypto boys. Um, yeah, please the, stop. <laughs> the crypto, our crypto cousins. I want to ask our crypto cousins. Did. <laughs> Did you are, were you guys aware that crypto.com was a website at all? Because I yes. was not. Yeah. yeah I, I I was because Matt Damon does that's the crypto company he does commercials for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Damon's in on that? Oh, oh so yeah. they Damon say Gaysler's at the dinner table. 
Um, so this yeah, is I'd heard of it. Yeah, I'd heard of it. I I knew. I I think I even knew that they had their own coin. But yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember. I think I remember early on going to it and being like, I don't think I can trust Crypto.com. I know it seemed like <laughs> bullshit. <Yeah>. Well, uh. <laughs> Damon, I was like, I'm, Damon. Getting, I'm getting crypto.com coin. I was like, what? <laughs> no, that's too bad. Yeah. These Boston guys are all over crypto, though. Did you? The Bored Apes were actually, they're actually based on the Wahlbergs. Yeah. That, how, I, how you like them apes? Wait, so the <laughs> apes, also, wait, so the apes are uh, racist? Yeah. They okay, do hate crimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, yeah, they chain smoke and they do hate crimes. <laughs> uh, Damon's doing it because he's making a new movie called uh, "We Bought a JPEG of a Zoo," <laughs> <laughs> and it was twenty eight thousand dollars. Okay, so they're 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 located in Singapore. They're incorporated in Malta, yeah. and I'm sure these reasons have that's nothing to do. That's always a good sign, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a good sign when the, that's always a good sign when they're in different places way across from the world to each other. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's weird that they're in Malta. Um, so that's why they need the crypto to send it send their money faster from Malta <laughs> to Singapore. Yeah, and uh, so their 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 CEO is named Chris Marzalik. And what mm. what his own bio on the on the crypto.com site lists him as this, his biggest thing is he founded a company called B Crazy, but it's B E E. And so I Googled it because it sometimes with these sites, especially um, they don't make sense to me. They seem like they're kind of like Singapore Groupon a little bit. <laughs> But I Googled them, and the first hit was a story, uh, and I'm just going to read you the beginning of this story. Millions of customers and retailers have been left in the lurch after a major online shopping platform announced it was shutting down business in Southeast Asia. At least five people in Hong Kong reported the matter to police, facing losses amounting to hundreds of thousands of dollars after the company allegedly failed to pay the bills before quitting. Uh, it suspended all online transactions without notice since Monday. Its office in Changsha Wen was closed with a notice pasted on the door, informing people the business is suspended because of interior renovation work. So, that, that's crazy seems to have just like left, like <laughs> like an ape, like a stolen ape in the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, guess so, yeah. yeah, it's a cool I, company. Yeah, I, well, I guess they're not. They don't really need to do too much interior stuff. In this the new arena, they just really have to put the name on the outside, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because it just it just says like you're not getting. They put up a new sign that said you're not getting your money back. That's no backsies actually. Yeah, no, I love, I love the, the day after Christmas we're gonna go into Staples and all the all the banners are gone and it just says gone fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Okay, here's they say they say they're the, the world's fastest growing crypto ad and the app, and the way that's phrased makes it completely uncheckable. Yeah, um, that doesn't mean yeah. anything, and it's clearly not true. I mean, there's no way it's more than Coinbase. So it says that you get they have 10 million plus users buying and selling more than 150 cryptocurrencies at true cost. I don't know what true cost means. Not yeah, that these are I all mean, just made up. 
It's all made up. <laughs> <laughs> they're all made up. They're all just made up things. We're talking so. about fucking smoking apes, man. Like, this is, it's all fucking insane. It's made up. I didn't want to do a podcast about it to begin with. And now people think I support it. I got money in it because it's bullshit. So it's going to win. That's the world we live in. The dumbest thing happens. Welcome to crypto.com bowl. Welcome to... <laughs> Yeah, you have a retirement plan, or do you have a gif of an ape jacking off? Like fucking. It's so I actually stupid. have an NFT of the letters and numbers four hundred one k. I has to get paid an ape at my new job. Just just, uh, just for context. Coinbase, which is the um, premier, I guess you could say, um, I don't even know if it has the most users. There might be ones with more users, but Coinbase is sort of like the most legit one. Not worldwide, 70, but I, I bet in the U.S. it probably has. They have to. 73 million users. Yeah. So they're just like, clearly what I think is going on with whatever this crypto um, company is, that the crypto.com is that it's they literally just got a bunch of investors together to buy the naming rights to the um mm -hmm. arena. That's like that's yeah, it, it seems like that is the only thing that they've done business wise. I would, I was trying to look around of like, I found well, they've done websites. it, they've bought a bunch of places, right? Yes, right? yes, yeah, yeah, like that. I guess they got billboards all over Vegas too, right now, yeah. So right. they're like, I love. Great. I love like doubling down in Vegas like that. They should put one like right outside a pawn shop and a wedding chapel. <laughs> Just like you're gambling everything right now. Let's <laughs> go all in. Yeah, there should be a whole crypto casino. I'm actually kind of surprised that doesn't exist yet. Oh, Alan, don't give these ideas away. <laughs> in Pahrump. Like we'll do it in Pahrump. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever is prim whatever the fuck works um okay so i have a question mm -hmm. coinbase is the preeminent uh we were talking about coinbase coinbase has been around for about nine years mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they is just that right? this year yeah they were they were founded in june of 2012 damn i did not realize that that's amazing and and now they're on the NASDAQ as of uh, about six months ago. Yeah. Which is Crypto also fake, we should point out. The, the NASDAQ also fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of this is fake. Let's... Yeah, it's all fake. <clears throat> when did Robin Hood start? Uh, you know, like the 12th century, I think. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 2013. Okay. Okay, 2013. So, I kind of... Coinbase is older than that. I had no idea. That's nuts to me. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. It's it, but it um that's it, how that's how but, but that means basically before then it was impossible for like a regular person to invest in anything, by the way. Yeah, you have to, <laughs> yeah, 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 to have a guy. cards, I guess. I don't well, no, wait, there was e-trade, remember? There was e-trade. There was yeah. e-trade, you're right. E-trade is the one that made oh. people kill themselves before Robin Hood. <laughs> and that was just because of the Pete Holmes commercial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, are you going to watch that I... Home Alone sequel to see him maybe get hit with an iron? No, Wait, he's what? the dad, dude. Holmes he's not a bad dad guy? No, Pete Holmes is what? the guy. Pete Holmes is the one who leaves his kid, the kid at home. 
Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's actually called but... Holmes Alone. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, his kid just leaves because he won't stop doing the Batman voice, and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. See, he left that kid at home because he was uh, grinded too hard. He, yeah, was, no. he was sitting at that table at the, the comedy cellar. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, um, he, he left his kid at home because he had to do a four-hour podcast with our friend Chris there. <laughs> <laughs> Ask all Superman, Chris there. Um, <sighs> all right, well, I chased I chased the burglars away by endlessly riffing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so this company has been around for five years. Is a yeah. 20-year gaming rights deal a yep. little bit ambitious? That's my question. I would say yes. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know what I want to look up right now? I want to look up how long Altel had the naming rights to uh, the stadium in Jacksonville. But also, at least Crypto.com is a, like, you know, like, if they if if their website lapses, like, they're, like, a... a a failed comic like myself oh, or something yeah. you know like at least it's like a catchy that could be something else like maybe in 10 years crypto.com is like i don't know they sell crips yeah. or like horror <laughs> porn somehow yeah it's like the porn something that'll last yeah he's making these terrible puns about like somehow he's making a, a death pun about like double anal yeah <laughs> show me your crypto face Show me your crypto face. <laughs> barely legal and barely alive. <laughs> uh, let's see. Altel, Altel had the naming rights to the Jacksonville Stadium from 97 to 2006. So I'm going to say I give it I'm going to give it nine years for crypto.com. Yeah. Okay. Now, so I mean, they, I, I, I do like I, we do need to say that like a lot of the reaction on Twitter from Lakers fans is a little ridiculous. Well, hold on. Well, like, I think like, like, yeah, okay, Staples yeah, yeah. is a holy name. Like, oh, yes. Agreed. My problem. Well, not problem. My question for this is why is it the Crypto.com arena now and not the Crypto.com center? Because it was I the Staples the, Center. Oh, I imagine Staples Center just sounded better when they named Staples that. Because yeah. the S, the S ones, maybe they were confused that people would think it was the Sripto Center to make well, the, the name. Of, <laughs> the, it sounds pretty. The name you of know, the coin is <laughs> Steve Sripa's. <laughs> but the coin is called crow c-r-o so that could have been like a really could have called it the i don't know the crow dome or something yeah the crow's nest yes oh that's gonna be that's probably this the, the skybox seats yeah but yeah and even it just feels like the nickname yeah. would be the crypt mm -hmm. and that does not mesh with like the laker fun Showtime image. Not that right. the Staples Center did either. Crow time. The crypt is for more for like outside of Dodgers Stadium when the Giants come to down and there's a murder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just think yeah, it's just I, I don't know. I, I also get the feeling that I mean, I guess if you're like a fan, I I guess I understand more, but half the people talking about it definitely are not the fans of anything <laughs> and 
they've probably never even been a Staples Center. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Like, what, yeah. Are you, what are you like? I, I don't know. It's it's just a play. I, I don't. It's it's very very strange to me to like get worked up about the place that used to sell paper back when paper well, was a thing. We yeah, did. I mean, we yeah. lost the name. We lost the stadium good name battle a long, a long time, time ago. ago. I mean, a long, I, long time ago. I root for a baseball team who played at the Oakland yeah. Coliseum that in 2011 became the Overstock.com Coliseum. Exactly. <laughs> Which they called well, the comic... O.co. No, baby. they then renamed it O.co because only because Overstock.com became O.co. <laughs> yeah. Well, as a Cubs and now fan, I, I think the all Ring stadiums Central should... Coliseum. It's what? The Ring Central after the doorbells that call the cops on you. Oh, oh nice. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should call it the care. Oh, oh the, live from the Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're live from playing? All I, Lives what? Matter Arena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the arena next door, but it's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! All next door arena. Have you seen? There's, the there's like, there's like twenty. Very large African American men. <laughs> oh, you can't. There's they're no. Running. You, they're running. They, I think that one guy stole the ball. Uh, there's RVs parked everywhere. <laughs> a Mexican sold me a hot dog. What am I doing? Coyote. Coyotes. There's one of the refs is a coyote. <laughs> when should the Clippers just change their name to Coyotes? Would that? Do you think that would? What? Make popular in los angeles of oh, the clippers and the los angeles coyotes like yeah picking, like a native animal it's yeah i'd love the coyotes yeah. Yeah. i mean there's yeah because be they're kind of outsiders like people act like oh, they actually, don't belong that... here yeah sometimes yeah. you'll be driving around a clipper will just walk it in front of your car <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in this part of town <laughs> natural habitat he has mange yeah the lakers are encroaching on a lot of their uh territories so they gotta they gotta move west well it's also like are the are the lakers literally named from when they were in um minnesota milwaukee, right or milwaukee yeah. or whatever oh, so, yeah, yeah. And like it's minnesota. just kind of like come on <laughs> Yeah, I no. mean, speaking of the Clippers, one of the Clippers talked shit about this name change already. Uh-oh. Yeah. He said, because so the Clippers are building their own fake arena, right? Oh, right. On That's the right. right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Clippers Nobody star... cares dot com arena. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clippers star Paul George said, quote, it'll be oh, weird. God. I grew up with Staples Center being the place to play. <laughs> It's kind of stripping history here. Good thing we won't be here too long. Wow. Mm. Yeah, and they're moving into the Intuit Dome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joey, if you ask me about that name, let me tell you something. I'm not into it. <laughs> Why is it a dome? Come on. <laughs> Look, it's basketball. The, the implication, it's going to be inside, okay? <laughs> Look. We'll always... No, that's a good idea. You want to attract new, a new fan base. It's LA, outdoor basketball. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a good slogan too, Fritz. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Fritz, <laughs> let's do it. Fritz, Open they her actually, up. 
<laughs> they actually did that one time, and all the players complained because they missed all their shots because it was kind of windy on Venice oh, Beach. Yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. shot like 30%. <laughs> oh, yeah. We almost won the championship until a bird shit in our star player's eye. <laughs> Let's move it back inside. <laughs> Look, I don't say these are great ideas. I'm just spitballing. I mean, you know, I, I wanted crypto.net. You know, that's what I went with. The crypto nets, that's a good, uh, that's not a bad idea, actually. So there's another <laughs> angle. A team. There's another angle to this I want to ask you guys about. Mm-hmm. So Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers, yeah. And that, it's called the Staples Center after her plastic surgery, right? Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Edit that out. She had a hernia. She had a hernia. Jeannie <laughs> <laughs> right. Buss. It was named after the old R and B group. Yeah. We all know that. Jeannie uh, Buss um, does stand up comedy on the side. Okay, I don't take it. I reverse take it back. <laughs> uh, her friend Theo Vaughn convinced her to do a show. Okay. Oh, that's I believe great. She mostly performs in North Hollywood. Yeah. From, uh-huh. from what the New York the New York Times profile is of she her. funnier? That's the, the... Is she as funny, less funny, or more funny than the guy who supposedly shot Bin Laden? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a little more honest, I think. <laughs> she's a confessional comic, right? <laughs> 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 so my question She's for a, you is how when is she Jeannie... gonna get new faces <laughs> she gets she gets she's the only comic who gets new faces every five years all right if you if you'd ever like to do a show uh oh. five minutes hit me up um Jeannie. let me know if you the echo we can help you in 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 echo park or um, the West Side Comedy Theater. And Type you, five for sure. If you bring four people, seven. If you, if you want any advice, just do it. Have fun with it. Make it your own. Yeah. Be, oh. so be yourself. Be yourself. And speak, and speak your truth. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Oh, and, little, uh, no wearing your... shorts. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> But my question I wanted to ask you guys is how can she use and, this? And uh, I'm sorry, the drink tickets only get you wells and tap. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. How can I know she she's use... not used to that. How can she use this $700 million to further her comedy career? <laughs> now, granted, that's only 30 Go to Harvard. <laughs> you should go to Harvard. <laughs> you should buy Harvard. <laughs> you should join the Lampoon. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you know, it'd be awesome. Give, give a man a like, fish, but you know, <laughs> teach a man to go to Harvard, and he'll work forever. She posts a picture on her Instagram grid of like uh, a script with like the pen over the title, mm-hmm. but you can see, and she's like, "My first script, my first table read," <laughs> and they do it at crypto.com arena. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's like, no, 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 I, I, you know, you guys aren't getting scale. You're getting paid in crypto, baby. <laughs> Unfortunately, that crypto is crow. All right, yeah. um, John, is there anything else we want to talk to the the, the guys about? Uh, do you guys have something to plug besides your podcast? It's I think the podcast is about over. Like crypto. <laughs> yep. um, Alan no, wants to plug you? his new song. 
I meant to do that earlier when you were talking about how it was going to be on Christmas. Well, we can work. We can just put that. In <laughs> we can we just work that. Show. We can just work our way back. <laughs> Let's start over. Let's, let's start over. Restart yeah. the blockchain. <laughs> Is that how it works? Like a old. <laughs> it's like a jalopy that you have to throw like rotten vegetables into. You got It's like an old lawnmower. You got to prime it. You got to push that little button. <laughs> Let's go. You have to pull that <laughs> string really hard three times. <laughs> what should they start naming stadiums after? Because clearly we all hate corporations. I mean, but that's the only thing they're going to name them. Mm-hmm. Is it the names of corporations that have gotten bad? Well, maybe it should be. So what is it? $700 million? What if just a bunch of people, like a class action suit sort of thing, we just... We just form together, and then it's called like the the James, Joey, Sean, Alan, Katie, Deborah. It's just like seven hundred names, it's like a lot of names. We're like we'd like these on all the promotional materials. Yeah, yeah, and you got to say it all every time because you know, like L.A. is, you know, what it's like in L.A. Everyone gets a everyone gets a trophy. I think Angeline should stop buying billboards and start buying stadium names. <gasps> Uh-huh. Oh, there we go. And Angeline yes. Angeline Center. Angeline Arena would be good. Yeah. Angeline uh, Arena. That that's amazing. <laughs> Angeline Arena. Yeah. It's like a Warren Zevon lyric. <laughs> Crypto.com <laughs> arena. <laughs> the sweet James Fieldhouse. Um, <laughs> ooh. Oh, that's good. I wonder if this will bring back the ESPN zone. <laughs> Alan, I know you've been forlorn. Yeah, that's that place. You've is been fun. a man without a home. <laughs> that place is fun down there. You know, the great thing, it's the only place that had dedicated charging ports for the ESPN phone, too. So it's, it's tough to go anywhere else in public. I'm still using mine. <laughs> oh, God. It only takes black and white photos. <laughs> so, anything to plug, guys? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Sorry, yeah. Christmas. Uh, I'm with Alan. Let's plug Christmas. I feel like we've forgotten about it. We've yeah. been kind of waging a war uh, on it, but I think I we're going to suspend it this year <laughs> because well, we you real, know Trump's being reinstalled as president in January. Wait, he, so. wait, that's happening. If that's what I've heard. Yes. See you in Dallas, bitch. Yep. <laughs> it on the blockchain. The reincarnated JFK Jr. Oh, dome. Man. I've been to, I've, 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 this will be my third flight to Dallas. I really think he's coming back this time. <laughs> yeah, we're well, only once. Shame on me. <laughs> yeah, we we have our podcast. We can plug that. If the fake we money know. podcast. We have the fake money part. We'll, we'll, Alan we'll wants get... to end the podcast. Can we be? Can we talk a little? Real? Yeah. Do you want to talk that out right now, like a WTF yeah. episode? Alan, what the fuck, man? <laughs> who are your podcast who are, guys? Who are, who are your coins? You're my yeah. guy, Alan. <laughs> Alan, do no, you have any not, Lauren we're... stories? <laughs> well, Alan thinks Alan thinks we've proved. Well, if our Jimmy, point, if, honestly though, if Jimmy, if Jimmy is into the who board the fuck age, is Jimmy? Jimmy Fallon. I oh. feel like if Jimmy Fallon is into the NFTs, then then Lauren is not that close, not that far away from them. It's There's going to be an NFT app soon of <laughs> SNL. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that, we'll do another yeah. year. 
We'll do. <laughs> we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going until. Um, Maybe we should broaden the show out, though. It kind of feels like you guys are obligated to keep doing it for the 20 years of your naming rights. I don't want to I don't want to be known as a crypto person at all. (laughs) Well, it's it's more about this is like a prison. Like it's more. I mean, I'm not getting booked on these leftist shows around town anymore because I think I don't care about the environment. It's horseshit. Yeah, I guess that's true because you are you are the Norm's Diner Fake Money podcast. Look at this house catching in this fire, podcast. But... <laughs> we don't give a fuck about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just yeah, want to do comedy. I just want to do comedy for benefit shows where I know the candidate will lose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of good ones. At those well, that's right, lesner- <laughs> listeners. You heard it here first. James is a socialist. Uh, Alan, <laughs> what's up with you? Uh, I'm. Um, I'm. I don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't voted in a while. It's been. I like... only voted my dev pools. <laughs> uh. Anyway, if you're a leftist, book James Fritz, and if you're a uh, ballot, lose yourself before getting to Alan's house. All right. Um, um, listen no. to the Fake Money Podcast. We love having you guys on. Uh, Thanks for having now us. sponsored by Aww. Be Crazy. <laughs> Back to you, Sean and Joey. <laughs> Thank you. Our 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 brothers and our our brothers in crypto, the crypto keepers, yeah, the crypto keepers themselves, the fake money podcast, James and Alan, Sean, we learned a lot. We sure did. Sean, is there any other news we need to talk about? You know there is, Joey. I'm glad you brought that up. Now, obviously, crypto news is very important, but that wasn't the only Laker related story that came out today mm-hmm. Uh-oh. with the with the bulls on a west coast swing that included a stop at the soon to be crypto.com arena oh, uh man are we gonna have to talk about basketball well I, luckily we talked about the bulls <laughs> on our uh special patreon uh it uh, release the bulls are back in town episode mm-hmm. two is up with uh our friend nba Couchside, who yes. talks about the bulls now uh, this was the, the the combination of reporting from Bill Oram in the Athletic mm-hmm. and uh, podcaster slash bigamist uh, JJ Reddick. What? <laughs> right, secret family. Um, so on that podcast, the old man and the three is it still called that? I don't wait. Care. We're talking. Ta- no, we're not. We're not plugging JJ Reddick's podcast. Just get to it. What was the story, Sean? All right, uh, Caruso said. That the oh, Lakers, Alex Caruso. We're talking about Alex, Alex Caruso. Caruso Alex okay. Caruso's negotiations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on the podcast, Alex <laughs> Caruso uh, said that the Lakers' initial offer to him was less than two years and $15 million. Mm-hmm. He eventually signed for four and 37. Now, 30 of that is guaranteed. Basically, he has a $10 million contract and a $3 million buyout. With Chicago, he told the Lakers that he got that offer. And said, I'll stay for two years and 20 million. Mm-hmm. So leaving a fair amount of 
guaranteed money on the table. Yeah, $17 million. And, or $10 and they, million, said, yeah. they said, no, we will give you $21 million for three years. And he ended up leaving. Now, this expose in The Athletic Well, you revealed... know why? Alex Caruso doesn't have Mamba mentality, dude. I guess I guess not. Uh, yeah, I guess he, he didn't want to take less money, just like Kobe Bryant always did mm-hmm. with the Lakers, giving money back to the team. Sean, have you ever considered, you record parody songs about basketball? Yes. Have you ever considered uh, recording, uh, you know, that song, Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano. Have you ever considered doing one about the Lakers that's like, Hey, Mambo, Mambo Mentalia. <laughs> well, I had to I actually had to cancel one that we were going to release this 2 years ago. It was uh-huh. a Lou Bega cover Mamba and it was called five. Mambo Number Alive. Uh-huh. And then I was yeah. like, oh, the timing is terrible on this. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It was like it all was, of it was outdated. Like, it was like the musical version of Jeff Perlman's book and you didn't want to have to record yeah, well, uh, a I mean, song pretending you liked Kobe Bryant. No, it wasn't front, even like it Jeff wasn't, Perlman. It was only about Kobe being alive. It was just outdated. It was like a little bit of Kobe in his house, okay. a little bit of Kobe flying in the air. You know, like like it was just about like his mm. daily life. It wasn't even like a positive Kobe song. And I'm like, we can't. And then I was like, could I make it? Mamba number dead, and I'm like, that's tasteless. I can't do that. So it's but there's gonna be our first song of 2020. It was kind of a mm-hmm. bummer. If you'd like to hear what uh uh fictional LA uh lawyer Mickey Holler has to what happens to him when he learns about Kobe dying, listen to the new Bosch and Lincoln lawyer book, The Law of Innocence. <laughs> God, I feel like I read that book and don't remember that he yeah he, there's a there, they just it's it happens in briefly in passing but that book oh, okay. has like a very specific timeline uh-huh. and kobe dying is part of that timeline <laughs> god maybe i man did i just block that i can't believe that oh yeah that's where the, the lincoln lawyer's on trial for murder in that yeah one, Joey. Yep, he is they try to kill him in the bus. Yeah, he's in well, he jail. He gets attacked a lot. Yeah, he he's he gets attacked three times in that book. All right. Anyway, he he honestly, if I remember right, he's in jail when Kobe dies. He's and in jail like, for oh, most of that book. So yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, gotta say, did Kobe ever consider just buying a fleet of Lincoln Town cars to get around? He could have done a lot of business in the <laughs> yeah. back of that car. I mean, that's. That's what Haller did. Um, anyway, okay, so so okay, so here's what happened in the Caruso negotiations. Uh, I'm quoting this part just because of a shout out to our dude. Mm-hmm. After the Lakers built out their roster in the offseason, they took on 44 million in luxury tax, the fifth highest bill in the league. Mm-hmm. Adding Caruso would have driven that number higher, according to salary cap expert Danny Larue. If Caruso Hell had yeah! the Lakers offer. Uh, <laughs> The franchise would have owed an additional seventeen point five million in luxury tax, a fact the Lakers hoped would resonate with Caruso. Great. Even though those tax dollars wouldn't land in his bank account. Okay, I'm gonna be honest, Sean. <laughs> I didn't understand why you we were doing this story until you read that part. And now oh, I yeah. get it. It's, yeah. it's insane. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I get yeah, yeah. So 
Even though those tax dollars wouldn't land in his bank account, it did represent a total financial commitment greater than what the Bulls paid and, in the Lakers' mind, aligned their actual investment with his market value. Oh, great. Joey, can you imagine this being something that an employer presented to you with the hopes that uh, it would appeal to you in any way? Well, no, obviously. (laughs) But also, like... I am historically uh, nervous about stuff like that, and not a you're not like a you're not a hardline. No, I'm uh, bad at it, and uh-huh. then I it makes me depressed. So good for Alex Caruso because I would have just been like, sure, I'll take it. Because you I've are handled in every job. He'll be like, oh, thank I, you so much. Uh, you need me to stay late? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because once again, I worked for a startup that is now defunct um that every time it would be raise time they would give me quote-unquote stock instead of money because they were poor and i'd be like thank you and then they sold the company and told me the stock i had was worthless (laughs) they sold the company to amazon.com by the way anyway were you in stock in that company (laughs) Yeah, stock options. Excuse me. Oh, so they they sold it at a okay. Yeah, yeah. they they yeah, sold just, it at a loss, a fake loss. You know, what you I got mean? you you just got effed in the A as well. Yeah, happened. yeah, that's what happened. All right. Um, um, okay, so but their pitch for this was that they would just tell Caruso they weren't going to give him money, mm-hmm. but they were spending the money, and that should have been good enough for him. Right. Now, do you know who they did sign? Joey, who also technically cost them a lot of luxury tags. Um, THT? Taylor Horton Tucker, who, yeah. you know, good Having player. A good season. No, no problem. But uh, there's one crucial difference between him and uh, Alex Caruso. Do you know what it is? Uh, H? Well, that too. But uh, THT is represented by Clutch Sports. Oh, okay. Official... Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why they didn't get the naming rights deal instead of that crypto <laughs> place. They're they're putting that place together. Alex Caruso should have signed with uh, Clutch. All right, Sean, let's move on. This is a <laughs> relatively minor story that we've spent way too, too long on. Um, Sean, I don't have a lot of information for you here, but I do want to let you know uh-huh. that TNT's ratings for the NBA are up 31% from last year. Yeah, and do you know why that is? Because the NBA is not woke anymore. Yeah, well, they they said at at TNT only dedicated men's and women's restrooms, <laughs> and America came back. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> now they also moved inside the NBA, so it wasn't competing against Thursday night football mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was the main factor. It was, <laughs> you know, I think I think part of it was America felt relieved that. Uh, the infrastructure bill wasn't doing very well. And I think you know that what I, you know settled what I think down the fans. Is, I think it's because Kyrie Irving finally reached out to the right and became an anti-vaxxer. Uh-huh. That's true. That's true. The, there wasn't any representation for them. And I think um, people are, as always, rallying behind Ennis Cantor's politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, fuck the guy we're <laughs> sub-potting. Uh, he sucks. 
Sean, <laughs> did you want to get to the real main thing we wanted to talk yeah, about? Yeah, we want to get to the main thing. Uh, he's a he's a constant figure mm-hmm. of delight on our podcast. Um, he's got his own dedicated drops. D- Dwight Howard was featured. Wait, on... who? <laughs> Say Dwight Howard. Oh. Out of bounds, school's in, can't touch it. Guess who it is? The governor. I'm a fan of Dwight, but he's scared, so he calls me sir. But he's groovy, and I want to ask him to be in a movie. We'll make a dream team. And like back in the day, I'll even now get down. Are we talking about Dwight Howard or are we talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? I can't tell based They're on the recording. They're kind of both. It's, <laughs> he, he gives up on that rhyme so early. Um, so he did, Joey, he did a feature, a common thing for uh, GQ, the magazine for, um, I guess, like men who want help buying chinos. And then, like, fans of Drew McGarry's interviews mm-hmm. of people. Is that basically what GQ is? I mean, it's also, like, it's a high-rent Esquire, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it has the name Gentleman in it, which always, like... Gentleman's Quarterly. Yeah, maybe not want to ever read it because mm-hmm. of that name. Now, that's... Maybe that just means I'm not a gentleman. Anyway, um, this is a this is a recurring feature they do where you talk about your ten essential things. These oh, are the things oh, okay. that Dwight and and they decided that before in we 20, get there, you know, go ahead. Yeah, can yeah, yeah. I uh, mention a ten things that has haunted me for years? Now? Oh, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you remember uh, the trivia app HQ Trivia? Uh, yeah. The one hosted by Scott Rogowski. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw I never a... really played my internet. It never worked. That's fine, but it doesn't matter. The <laughs> oh, yeah, host sorry. of HQ Trivia, Scott uh, Rogowski, did one uh-huh. of these. Yeah. And one of his 10 essential things. Uh-huh. Anytime anyone brings this up, I... It's it's upsetting to me that this these two things are linked in our in my brains. He, uh... Shouted out a special brand of condoms for men with small penises. Oh, wow. It's like he was like the opposite of Robert Sarver. Right. He's like, um, you, you got any of those little condoms? They're great. No, I'm really polite to my coworkers. Anyway, anytime <laughs> anyone mentions GQ or Scott Rogowski, you want to make sure that people know things. I'm like, I wish I didn't know this. But his penis is really <laughs> small. He he better get those quiz answers right because he has nothing else for him in his life except those like Scott. Uh, I like okay. Scott. He's funny. He's on that baseball show on the uh, zone. I don't. Um, I, yeah. He hosts that baseball show on DAZN, dude. You know, I, 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 I just, I still kind of don't really know what that is, even though we even talk about it on the podcast a lot. And I'm still kind of like, uh, is it like sports talk? Is it like it's tough boxing? Talk? There's boxing on it. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to Dwight's 10 things. Okay, so he picks 10 things. Uh, none of them are about his penis, luckily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cool. guess, uh, yeah, they're not really about his penis. Um, so I just wanted to go through a couple of these. Okay. Um, 
it starts with him singing a song about Shea Butter. Oh, no. Which is apparently... I, I thought he was just improvising a song about Shea Butter. It's like a real song about Shea Butter that he's singing. If you look at my skin, bam, bam, it's just popping and glowing. All because of my Shea Butter, baby. Shea Butter, baby. So... He just goes through and lists the 10 things he can't live without. Mm -hmm. Is um, one of them an extra, 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 extra large shirt with Stewie from Family Guy on it? No, but he does refer to his shirts. Um, first, he sings about Shea Butter. Um, and then he says uh, cologne. That's number one is cologne. He likes to smell good. He sprays cologne on himself wherever he goes. And... People apparently are always telling Dwight how good he smells, that he smells great. And now that he's done this interview, he says the secret is out. Man, he smells good. Whew. It's cologne. Because no one had any idea that someone who wears lots of cologne all the time mm -hmm. is would, wearing cologne. Or would one sleep with underage women. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the more subtle things that a man can wear. What a mystery! The secret's out. The secret uh -huh. has been solved. So he wears. If you want to smell like Bart, Bart Dwight Howard, mm -hmm. uh, use Baccarat cologne. Mm, it's Baccarat. It, it, Baccarat cologne. Yeah. That's the um. That's the card game James Bond plays, Sean. Yeah, I, I read a lot of words that I don't ever hear spoken <laughs> out loud, Joey. <laughs> Anyway, back a rat. All right, keep going. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure he plays Hold'em poker. Well, <laughs> and he gets straight I mean, flushes. Yes, he does do that. Well, that's I Casino Royale is Yeah, I mean that's that's how you get poisoned. Well, no, that's you can tell he's lying because his eye bleeds. Remember, it's like the dumbest thing in movie history. <laughs> Like, why would that guy play play poker if his tell was so obvious? Uh, yeah, every time I'm lying, my eye bleeds. They had really good hands. I don't know. I I would have stayed in that that round. I think if I had a straight flush. Um, oh my god, it's so. Oh, it's. it's oh, I can't describe it. It's just heaven. I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. That's what it smells like when I spray this cologne. I mean, I feel like I'm in heaven. Okay. The second thing is speakers. He says he has 25 or 30 speakers. Um, and here are some of the things he claims about his speakers. He says, I think I'm one of the greatest DJs in the world. It isn't that big compared to most of the speakers that I have, but... It brings the noise. I call it the, the thunderbox. Okay, we know that's a lie. Do you want to well, yes. why? We know that, though? Do you remember? we saw him in the bubble? Yeah, because in the bubble, he was DJing to no one. <laughs> to no one. Absolutely yeah. no one. He was the only one there. And he claimed they call him Radio Rahim and DJ Tightshirt. Okay, he, he doesn't know is. what that... He doesn't know what... He, he doesn't know what Radio Rahim is in reference to. No, he doesn't. He thinks it's like a cool like, alliterative name. Like yeah. that's a superhero mm -hmm. DJ man. Yeah, not a man murdered by the police. Yeah, Dwight um, Howard is like, I love the police. So yeah, so he's um, I, I it, he was wearing a tight shirt. It did not have mm -hmm. Stewie from Family Guy on it though. Um, not wearing a particularly tight shirt in this interview either. Sure, sure. We get loud, we get proud, and we having a good time. 
Um, okay, one of the third thing is sage. Mm -hmm. He loves sage. I have different types of sages that I use. So he claims, he makes two claims that... So he's stepping someone... on Kyrie's uh, toes here a little bit, huh? So he, he claims that during the bubble, he would wake up before everybody and sage the hallway outside people's rooms mm -hmm. and like sage his own room and sage outside everyone's room. So apparently they would wake up and know that Dwight had been there. Which is this is, a code for farting? I mean, right? I have sage with rosemary. It, it sounds like, this is what it sounds like. He also said that when he came back to the Lakers, he saged, they let him sage the practice facility. Uh -huh. And he just walked around into every room lighting sage. He said it took him three hours and he set off the fire alarm. Dragon's blood sage. Okay, that's a lie. No, yeah, he definitely did not have the attention span for that. But he I also did set, set off a fire alarm with Sage. He's probably I, set up fire alarms, but the amount I, of Sage he'd have to burn to set off the fire alarm on a basketball practice in a basketball practice facility. Well, he was in. He said he was in the offices and stuff. I, I, well, that's a lie too. Anyway, I mean, it's it's all lies. The entire thing is lies. He's like smiling and making terrible jokes the entire time. And then I have my uh, chakra sage. So. Uh, number four is the Bible. Okay. And in that his just true. Yeah, he says he takes the Bible everywhere. He has kind of a worn Bible, looks old. Uh, here's what he said in this interview. He says, one of my doctors, we call him a sensei, he taught me how to read this book. Uh, what? One of my uh, doctors, we call him a sensei. I... I don't know what kind he of was, person he's talking about. He was famous. Wait, hold on. He was famous. <laughs> hold on. One of my uh, doctors, we call him a sensei. He was famously like hyper Christian when he came in the NBA. That was like his brand. Yes. That's yeah, why but... he recorded this, in fact. Somebody once told me the world is gonna Because he was supposed to be a wholesome church Somebody man. Uh, Joey, I don't think that's the reason he recorded a children's album. That's, I... it's like, this is like the ice cream man playing his song when he drives past <laughs> an elementary school, Joey. All right. Um, White legs underage girls. Um, okay. Anyway, that's the but second also, time he has a doctor a that's a sensei and taught him to read the Bible? Doctors, we call him a sensei. This is like borderline. This is like a uh, Steven Seagal quote. It's so confusing. Do you know what I mean? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, like I can't tell because at first when he said doctor, I'm like, this is like Dr. Umar. You know, right. and then sensei, it's like, oh, I guess he probably pretends to do karate, too. Mm -hmm. But then it's the Bible. And mm -hmm. I'm he's just like making up things that he thinks are cool or funny. Mm -hmm. I I don't know why they did this in 2021, Joey. OK, <laughs> so I take it everywhere I go, no matter where I'm at. And I get downloads from the spirit. Uh, number five is lotions. Uh -huh. um, sure. And he he. Loves shea butter. His scented shea butter is called Money on the Street. Shea butter, baby. And he claims that he became the lotion guy for his team. He didn't specify it's the Lakers, but do you really want to be known as the lotion guy? 
I love to smell good, but I also like to put good things on my skin. Is Dwight really bringing containers of lotion for his teammates? I will I'm going to say no. I will say in Dwight's defense, he does have really good skin. He does. He well, he he talks about it extensively. Yeah. Yeah. That it's popping. His like, skin I is... kind of wish I had Dwight's skin. You know what I mean? It's, I have it's... nicer skin than Dwight, but, you know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> I don't need to talk about it that much. I got my own shea butter. It's called IOU in the, in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> All right. It doesn't smell great. So if you ever need some good lotion, some good smell good, I got you. Um, okay. And the surprising one, I would say that this is when it starts to take a turn. All of those mm -hmm. things are like... Definitely Dwight Howard wears too much cologne. Definitely Dwight Howard plays music way too loud. Definitely Dwight Howard is like lighting things on fire. And like a lot of these things are to make him like stinky. They're, they're all very attention getting. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also says he loves crystals. We call him a sensei. And he's there with a giant giant very phallic piece of rose quartz oh like uh like uh uncut gems kind of like uncut gems but it's <laughs> right. like but it's like a, it's not like a gem it's just a like right a, right i don't really think rose quartz is very rare uh -uh. maybe it's big it seems like it is a big rock but so it's, it is it like uncut gem sized yeah yeah okay, it's like cool. it's cool. it's pretty big it's 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 fairly big um uh -huh. Uh, and he says that he has lots of crystals, including the rose quartz. And he talks about a crystal roller that he has that before games, he rolls all over his jersey and skin. And then he troublingly uh, says that he'll hit you in the head with rose quartz if you want to get hit by some love. And uh, I'm always smiling and cheesing on the court. So as you can tell, the love quartz is really worked out. So, yeah, it's a good piece right here. So that's upsetting. He's a child. Um, <laughs> now, I he lists 11 things. So I think I think this one is in the crystal category. OK, a sound bowl, the mm -hmm. sound bowl. One day I was at a crystal store and uh, I was intrigued by uh, someone playing with the bowl. Um, he says he got it at a crystal store. It's very funny to hear Dwight Howard just say, I was at a crystal store. And mm -hmm. he said, if you want to get your shockers in order, get a bowl. I think he means chakras. Yeah, of course. And he said, I'm just a big old guy. I like big bowls. And then he said, and I he also cannot lie. Did he? Yeah. Did that part? Did he he's, do that part? He's kind of implying that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then he says, I also take my cereal in the nighttime when I'm real hungry. I put it in here. Just kidding. Would you like me to play for you guys? So usually I might hit it a couple times. And then I would just go around. Okay. <laughs> Eating out of a crystal sound bowl, you card, Dwight. Uh-huh. And uh, no, just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> do you um, think Dwight Howard has ever met Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, he's met Dr. Ruth and Obama, so... But he did meet Dr. Ruth. Like, there's a lot of possibilities. I just... 
I don't really think that Gwyneth Paltrow uh, like goes to basketball games. Has he ever met the Moon Juice Lady? Um, is she, is she still around now? Right? Yeah, she's a big figure. So yes. for those of you that don't know, uh, there's a Los Angeles charlatan who runs a store called Moon Juice that sells crystals and fancy juice. Uh, and famously, she's annoying. But famously, uh, what's that guy's name? Sean? Father John Misty. Father John Misty stole an expensive crystal from her store, mm. um, and it was a big LA scandal for. A while. I believe he uh, just thought the crystals were dumb, and that's mm-hmm. why he took it. I think. I don't think I, he was. I don't. Who knows? Seems you like don't know bad. with him. Do you think Dwight Howard's ever met Father John Misty? Hmm. Yes. Because I think I think I think Father John Misty, there is a decent chance that he has like gone to a basketball game with Win Butler or like been at an All Star Weekend that Win Butler was at. Do you think Dwight Howard saw Animal Collective one time because he thought it was like a kids show? Yeah, he like thought it was puppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, the guy from the the guy from the Muppets. I love oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am surprised that he is this much of a hippie. I have to say. Now, I'm not. This is not surprising to me at all. I'm I'm not trying to offend anyone, but um, crystals are garbage and they don't work. But if you think they're pretty, great. Put them in your house. Mm-hmm. Carrying them around seems kind of ludicrous to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, astrology is fake. But you know what? If you love it, great. But just, uh, you know, ghosts aren't real. You can't talk to the dead. Okay. Um, here's one <laughs> other thing that takes it to another level. Candles. Mm-hmm. Dwight loves candles. I love candles. He claims he brings his candles on the road to the locker room and even to the movies. Okay, that last one is a lie. I believe the They're road. They're all lies. No, I believe he brings candles to the road, though. We call him a sensei. I mean, I'm sure he has an enormous amount of luggage because yeah. he has speakers and his lotion and a giant crystal and his snacks. And and now he says he loves the strawberry pound cake candle. Mm-hmm. That has to smell like fucking good. The candle that smells like a sweet cake. Mm-hmm. Ugh, candles just shouldn't be scented, Joey. Um, oh, well, you are full of hot takes today. Look, this they're, is they're incredible. Stinky candles. I don't know. Get out of here. We've got a good uh, we've got a good candle at my house. You'd hate it. You right. know what it smells like? What? It smells like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Well, that's like a mild smell. That's like a, <laughs> a, a, a sea. When it, when you when you're trying to like replicate a fruit or something, that's gross. <laughs> have you ever have you like a like a I'm I'm okay with but strawberry pound cake. <laughs> also, Dwight says. It's his cheat meal. Makes you want to eat some candles. I'm telling no lies. Okay. Use some candles. You know someone is telling lies when they say I'm telling no lies. <laughs> Man, makes you want to eat a candle. Great. I do believe Dwight Howard has eaten a candle, though. And when I light this baby up, I feel like I just had a whole cake. Yeah, I'm sure he has. He's like eating a scratch and sniff thing. He's an idiot, dude. <laughs> like, this is a dumb person. I'm telling no lies. Get you some candles. Um, okay. Uh, gum and mints is number nine. He doesn't uh-huh. want anything. Oh, I guess it's number eight. Sorry. Sound bowl and crystals, I think, are the same category. Uh, he says he doesn't want anything about him to be stank, even his gas. 
So he well, couldn't make it through without true. a fart joke, Joey. Uh-huh. But also, uh-huh. we know he likes when it stinks. Yeah. We've heard people talk about it. People we know were in a locker room with Dwight Howard, and he was, like, farting on people. Yeah, he's the most willfully, disgusting. <laughs> he's the most willfully stinky man. Look, I'm telling you, he just likes any smell. Like, oh, what's is he? He's farting, and then there's a stinky candle. Then he's like spraying a half a bottle of cologne on himself, putting on stinky lotion. Jesus! And then he's like playing a sound bowl at his locker with like every one of these things is annoying. Like this is the way to annoy someone else. It's the biggest crystal you've ever seen. It's I, I, I really stink. It's just like, what things qualify as self-care but would get me a lot of attention? <laughs> um, Bad breath could be a game time strategy, but not me. Uh-uh. That's not my strategy. Okay, so then then he says uh, one of his essentials is an Xbox or sure. 2K or Mortal Kombat. I mean, that's standard NBA stuff. Those yeah, guys yeah. bring their gaming consoles everywhere. Uh, he said his favorite show is Game of Thrones, and he's seen all 10 seasons at least 10 times. Well, that's probably not true, but it might be, well, actually. He's on, the, he's on planes a lot. Yeah, there's there's just not that many seasons. Oh, how many show. seasons of that show are there? I think there's seven. Mm. Well, there's not 10. Oh, 10 seasons. But uh, Joey, <laughs> knowing that Dwight Howard is a fan, how much does this validate your decision to never watch it? I mean, I didn't need any validation, but I feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Also, uh, there's a clip of him singing the theme song. Oh, no. So that tells you how much I really love Games of Thrones. It's just something about the... Oh, 10 seasons. And the last thing he listed, Joey, was fruit. He loves fruit. I mean, I believe that. That's a lie, and, though, too, because we know he prefers candy to fruit. Well, I don't know if you consider fig or fruit, but yes, figs. Yeah, well, That's and what then... made the, him stay in Orlando? Well, the, the interviewer then immediately stumps him by asking him his favorite fruit. And then he says, my daughter's favorite fruit is the tomato. All ten seasons. And then he says, I bet you didn't know that tomato was a fruit. Shut up. And then every interview is like, yeah, people like learn. he's a child. He's a child, Joey. And then he said he he likes to cut grapes up into slices and put them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Even though he's big, Joey. Anyway, those are Dwight Howard's 10 essentials. Great. I, I got actually a little bit mad. I mean, I was mad watching it and then talking about it. I somehow got madder at Dwight Howard. You know what GQ videos I like, Sean? Have you ever watched the GQ videos that are like, I think Vanity Fair also does a version where it's like real safe cracker watches movie clips of people cracking safes. I mean, I've had those served to me on the sidebar. Love that shit. For some reason, (laughs) what I get served are... Full-length movies for sale that I mm-hmm. wasn't interested in, like Nacho. Okay, so right now, <laughs> I, I'm going to give you my sidebar. Uh-huh. Uh, a Shaq and the Fool clip from last night. Great, great, great. An SNL clip from Saturday. Mm-hmm. A John Boy Media clip. Mm-hmm. And then a full-length Nacho Libre, free with ads. <laughs> uh, Shaq crying about Kobe. And then... SNL sketches from eight years ago. 
I don't know why they're always from 2013. Um, it's pretty inc- impressive. Oh, see, no, see the okay. I mis- I made a mistake. It's not GQ who makes those videos, Sean. There's Business Insider does them, Wired does them, and Vanity Fair does them. But look, I'm being served one right now. Former Irish mobster breaks down seven Irish mob scenes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the famous Irish mob, that expert. Um, now, now I'm looking at the Carl Anthony Towns one, mm-hmm. and the thumbnail is like a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh man. Oh, there's it's... a Kyrie one. Holy shit! It's three years old, though, so it's not going to be like an e meter, an ancient amulet. The one that the GQ the one protocols that bums... of the elders of Zion. <laughs> the GQ one that really bums me out is, and they only do it with athletes because, of course is, like I'm looking at one right now, from one year ago, how Miles Bridges spent his first $1 million. Yeah, that... Wait, he's already spent it? Yeah. I guess I guess he has. Yeah, the, I got served the Kelly Oubre one, too. Mm-hmm. I watched... And apparently, the... he spent $250,000 on a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Miles, I'm not, Bridge, I'm not Miles Bridges anyone. spent $100,000 on a Range Rover, so... Yeah, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to spend their money. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I don't really ever like watching videos. <laughs> well, so, that's <laughs> I mean, like, like all of these are all of these fall into the category of videos that start playing when I'm visiting a website for something else. All right, John, how do you feel about this one? This one's from Wired. Uh, former cult member answers cult questions from Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a little better. Yeah. OK. <laughs> I mean, those questions are going to be terrible, but uh, yeah. Okay, now I'm just getting a lot of ten things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, astronaut Chris Hadfield reviews space movies mm-hmm. from Vanity Fair. Do you ever watch those ones where it's like Willem Dafoe breaks down his most iconic characters? Those are GQ. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about those ever. <laughs> like, I, I, I just feel like you're asking somebody about some work they did 15 years ago, and probably he's like, "What? I was in that." Uh, right, here's a Vanity Fair one, Sean. Criminologist reviews serial killers for movies and TV. Wow. <laughs> um. Casino boss breaks down gambling scenes for movies. You can watch. You could watch these and. For like till the day you die, right? Yeah, there's enough now. Well, all all of these ones I'm being served are like at least ten minutes long, <laughs> you know, and some long of them are like too. one of them's like twenty eight minutes on how Markel Fultz lost the ability to shoot. This casi- has two million views. This casino boss one, Sean, has five million views and is thirty two minutes long. I don't understand this. <laughs> There's one guy who spent his first million in the UFC, and that one I'm just like, put it in the bank. It might fall apart at any moment. <laughs> it's the UFC. Anyway, Sean. Oh, ER Doctor breaks down movie injuries. That one sounds pretty good. All right. Um, Sean, I think that's our episode. Don't How about you? David Blaine shocks Jimmy and the Roots with magic tricks? I would never. I can't. <laughs> I feel like, I feel I like cannot watching that might send you that. to jail. You have to subscribe to something on YouTube so they stop doing that. <laughs> I, have to, I have to do something. <laughs> Just subscribe to anything, dude. Uh, they'll stop sending you Broadway video ones. All right. Um, Sean. <laughs> 
Uh, in fact, Sean, you know what? You have it open right now. You know what yeah. I want you to do? Uh-huh. I want you to type America's Test Kitchen into the uh, into your search bar and then hit subscribe. Just subscribe to that. Sub- they will subscribe stop to America's sending... Test Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Alton Brown? No, America's oh. Test Kitchen is uh, they're like PBS based, but it's it'll they'll just start sending you recipes. They'll mix recipes oh. into your your uh, faceless <laughs> into your weird faceless algorithm. All right. Um, Sean, that's our episode. Wow. Is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, I mean, it looks like this oven roasted chicken thighs recipe mm-hmm. from Bridget Lancaster is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, check out now, check out the Patreon. Um, I'll still be writing at golden state of mind. I wrote about, um, Clay Thompson's declaration of they don't want, they don't want you. Um, and then I will be uh, headlining an all-star show at the Punchline on December 14th in San Francisco. Hell yeah, dude. That's the time to see me do a, do a chunk. Mm-hmm. I got a new Cars for Kids chunk, Joey. Oh, great. It's a chunk. I, I just write chunks now. I don't like. <laughs> stop saying that word. All right. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter. Where on April 22nd, 2021, I... Oh, where... At Frankie Muniz. I, I almost forgot to say the setup to the joke. You can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on April 22nd, 2021, I tweeted, I have a feeling hashtag Dogecoin is going to be a good boy this weekend. At Dogecoin. I hate the way you said that. <laughs> um, Sean, <laughs> did you write a song? I don't have a new song this week, Joey. I, I feel okay. bad. I'm Don't feel bad. Now I have I have there's a Brian Windhorse song coming. I just haven't finished it yet and you know It's okay. Sean, it's okay. Yeah. Um could we play Geeks of the Industry? Sure. Yeah. What's that one about? You want to give the setup to it? Yeah, I can I can tell you about <laughs> Geeks of the Industry, sure. You know, it's a digital underground song. It's a tribute to uh the departed Shock G. But uh, it just talks but about. Importantly, what's it about? <laughs> it's a rap song about NBA analytics. That's great. It's in the industry. Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's all rename our houses something real stupid. <laughs> well, we're the geeks of the industry. And we only watch basketball on Synergy. The geeks of the industry. And we always view the broadcasters on TNT. The Athletic does it. ESPN does it. Basketball analysis is buzzing. Not a statistician, but I calculate. And like Danny and Nate, I'm gonna evaluate. So give me the numbers. I'll beat the cap guy. rubbing against your tax apron. Like some partner. I'm giving you nylon calculus. And I'm charting the shots. Logging every miss. Yes, I'm tracking the picks. I'm tracking the lips and updating my spreadsheet. Projections are so hot that you'll be ripping off your budget. You should be the GM. Yeah, that's what that I'm dreaming. You're screaming. But it's not the trade machine. It's the Sloan. The conference. I'm trying. In a flame war with Scout with Brian. You know you're smart and he's dumb. And neither one of you can take Candace Parker one-on-one. Cause we're the geeks of the industry. And we only watch basketball on Synergy. The geeks of the industry. And we always meet the broadcasters on TNT. See a scout. Scout? I got the blocks of cow. 
And the player that you're watching is in front of you. Pulling up from long range and he's bricking off the front rim. Booyah, you're looking at his box score line. He looks just like Reggie Jackson. Mr. October. Uh-uh, not the Reggie with the baseball career, but the disappointing Pistons god. Like Luke Kennard? Alright, this ain't hard. You're sitting on the couch with your calculator gripped in your hand. You think your hot take is gonna land. Do you A. Take a look at his ability. B. Your calculator's win probability. C. You post a tweet about his game. Well, the answer is all three, but he searches his name. You quote tweet, tweet, quickly retreating. J.E. Skeets is telling you that you're full of shit. You take his confrontational. You're bobbing and corcobbing and you're getting ratioed and then you check out his player similarities, which is cool, but it says he's like the new Yan Vesely. Haters are getting madder. You don't want them to meme you. In this situation, what do you do? A. You say it's just your first impression. B. You hit him with another regression. C. You photoshop it scoring on a chair. And D is what I do. And yeah, it's unfair. I cherry pick all the stats to make him look the worst against his peers. Now all the casuals disappear. Hide the math right behind a Patreon paywall. And now the other nerds will all go AWOL. Getting back to my small ball. Whip out the shot charts and the cap hits. Then I go through all the CBA rules. But base your compensation has to hit the salary floor. Get the extra second round picks. Baby sign each one more. I want him and dine him. Text with Rich Climbing. After the game, check my mentions and search my name. And before anybody gets a chance to tweet, I say, yo, don't say nothing. I guess I'm just a geek. Cause we're the geeks of the industry. You a freak till. Yo, you worse, Windy B. The geeks of the industry. And we always knew the practices of TNT. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.